0: I come from a poor family. Yeah, yeah. We ain't never had a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Lord been good to us. Yeah, yeah. Now we riding on the
1: top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I come from a poor family. Yeah, yeah. We ain't never Welcome had to the boat. Lot, yeah. We are on the boat builder of all things builder podcast. Of all things.
0: Wednesday morning, Rich. Hey, good morning, Ray. Right on, guys. Thanks for joining us in joining us in today. On it, <laughs> here we go. Are we go. on the boat? Or are we in it? Yep, last, last week we had Pastor David, special guest.
1: Man, that was so good. If you missed last week, you should go check out Pastor David. He dropped some gems, gemini uh, gems. As I you really, say. yeah, I really enjoyed um, the uh, knowing seeing the foresight of the future, knowing. You have the victory already to give you strength now. Oh my gosh, that was so good. That was a cool analogy. Yeah, yeah that that so
0: if you guys haven't uh, listened yet, please go check it out. That's episode nine. Yeah. We're on episode 10, Richie.
1: Let's do this. That's We're crazy. We're on number 10, double our- digits. <laughs> double
0: digits. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, a a milestone for us. But anyway, let's start into our first stream, which is going to be mm. um, faith. So the first question, Richie, is how do I know my calling?
1: Wow, that's so good. Um, I... I like this question because I think I believe all of us have a specific calling in life um, from God, and He's, you know, He equips us for that through our whole life. Kind mm-hmm. of looking at my uh, backdrop and history of just the situations and platforms God put me in is like He was preparing me for something. I remember thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I would be in the NFL. <laughs> you know, uh, actually, even before that, I had different kind of aspirations. But then, you know, becoming a quarterback on the field, I learned, uh, you know, at an early age, I think, sophomore as varsity quarterback. I'm mm. not flexing here. I'm just <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's just stating facts. guys. Just, just straight facts. facts.
1: Straight but facts. but it was an ordained thing that had happened. Uh, our quarterback, uh, senior quarterback, got hurt. Um mm. Um, really bad broke his leg um, actually I think I recall he might have been a junior um, quarterback mm. but then I was a sophomore uh, just happened to be throwing the football at a sophomore game and the coach was like oh you got an arm you're starting next Friday for varsity <laughs> I was like oh no freak out so scared um, you know um, he actually in, in 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 all honesty it was a very windy day and I was throwing with the wind so I had a little bit of help from God <laughs>
0: help, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For a minute there, I thought your tongue bite like against you, and you're like flexing no, a little
1: more. <laughs> no, no. In all honesty, it was the other way. I think I threw it like Brett Favre distance, you know. But, um, but yeah. So I'm six foot two, six foot three, sophomore. You know, uh, got a little bit of uh, enough weight that I could handle a quarterback position on the varsity level. Mm-hmm. Uh, had no th- clue about football. I was a basketball player. Yeah. You know, like, what am I doing, you know? Like, as a quarterback, <laughs> this this coach is crazy. And I remember um, in the locker room before the first game as a quarterback, we yeah. were playing the number two uh, team in the, in the state of Illinois. So I was <laughs> – um, I think I was about to throw up. <laughs> I was so nervous. <laughs> I think I was 16 yeah. years old, you know, about yeah. to play against 18-year-olds. And, uh, right. you know, it was just, I remember it was such a freaky thing. I was so scared. And, then, and on top of that, it was just pouring down rain oh man yeah and so i stop the games out. no heck yeah. no that's like the fun entertaining part for people watching is watching yeah. us slip and fall over the place so we're just playing an amazing team it was peaking um and i just remember just being scared and going out there and i remember praying like lord mm. what are you doing you're out here to just <laughs> de- you're out here to destroy me um oh, but yeah. you know um i remember you know uh i got out there and i just you know went went through the plays, played the game. Um, mm-hmm. I literally, I remember dropping back for a pass. I had no clue where the guy was running. He just told me, look, man, just throw it in the middle. <laughs> as hard Seriously. as you can, because it's called a post. He's just going <clears> to <throat> run, cut back to the post. And I remember just dropping back, closing my eyes, <laughs> and just throwing <laughs> it as far as I can. And then, And then I got hit, knocked down. I get up, and I was like, they came and picked me up like, dude, you just threw an 80-yard touchdown. I'm like, Yo, what? <laughs> I was like, did I? I didn't even get to see it. I had to wait till the news uh, that that night to see it. But make a long story short, I uh, only threw eight times. Mm. <laughs> uh, but I was seven for eight. Oh, um, wow, I had shots. over 200-something yards, two touchdowns. We lost to the num- number two s- team in the state only by a couple points. Mm. Um, and then I was all over the paper. Like, what was this new
0: guy with the best
1: efficiency on the league right now? seven for
0: eight, 200 plus yards. Yeah, Those are good stats. It was good stats.
1: So what happened is God did all that. I did nothing. Mm. You know, I did nothing. I just showed up. Um, God was preparing a calling in my life, you know, that he wanted me to be in a leadership role, young, you know, sophomore. All of a sudden, after that game, people are like, wait a minute, you know. Yeah, they're like, okay, this guy... You know, uh, what does he have to say? And, of course, I'm Mr. I don't have nothing to say. I I just (laughs) – but that humility showed, like, being in a position as a sophomore, I realized there was a humility that just was automatically there. So I'm glad God put me there, you know, at a young age. I didn't know football. I didn't know anything. But I Mm. got to see that that presentation of that humility Mm. and the success rate in that um, of – When you do get to a place in your calling that, you know, um, God was preparing me for, that I continue to hold, try to hold that, you know, sense of humility, not pride, not know everything, not do everything and, Mm -hmm. um, and whatnot. So in my life, I've noticed personally God has... You know, prepared football for leadership, yeah Pre- use football as a means of how to be as a leader um and uh-huh. I realized in my life there are different opportunities where I was raised or put in a position where I'd be leading, and then ultimately finding my calling as a business owner you mm-hmm. know and and whatnot, so going back, you know um how do I know? My calling, you know, is the question is, um, I think there's a few things now that I've, I look at my calling as a business owner in construction, Mm -hmm. there are some C's, the letter C's I would love to share about how do I know my calling? This is how I've identified my calling and and made sure it was in the right place. Mm -hmm. Um, looking back on my history, um, Number one, does your calling conform or con, or contradict what God's word? Mm. You know, so what I'm doing now, yeah, I can be a business owner, uh, but what kind of business owner am I being? Um, mm. number one, in uh, looking at your, your calling in your life, whatever it is, uh, say you're, you're amazing, uh, in media, um, and mm. you end up being, uh, you know, uh, producer. Is mm. what you're doing conforming or contradicting to God's word? You know, uh, it, or are you going to be a stripper? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that might not be your calling, or, you know, uh, so just looking at, uh, different, uh, business realms or different, uh, skill sets, you know, what you can do, mm-hmm. make sure it's, it's conformed to God's word. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to look for your calling in God's life, obviously, you know, you want to make sure it conforms to God's word, not contradicts mm-hmm. it, co- contradicts it. Number two C is capacity. Are you good mm-hmm. at it? Are you skilled at it? Did God prepare <clears> you for it? Um, obviously, if God would throw me, uh in that game and I did horrible that was I was not a quarterback cuz yes. obviously you can't just throw any any person in that position I think yeah. it's the same thing with uh people I can't jump in and try to be a makeup artist I can't jump uh-huh. in and try to be a chef I suck at cooking <laughs> I tried to cook last night and I just run some curry, man. It looked like slurry.
0: I want to hear, hear this from <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> she came
1: in and she was like, You didn't add enough water. Put another brick of curry in. What are you doing? The yes. potatoes are too mushy. I'm
0: like, Oh, Don't man, worry, I'm, man. I'll probably be in the same boat. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> it's, it, it's an art form, man. Right? It is, it's, and yeah. it, it's
1: kind of just you know make sure you have the capacity in your calling. Mm. Like you don't want to move forward and waste your whole life in something you ain't good at, right? right so that's right. why I stopped rapping. No, no, no. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, but you know, uh, just knowing, you know, looking at your mm-hmm. skill set, um, you know, mm-hmm. what has God prepared you, built you for? And in football, yeah, I used to think, oh, maybe I will go to the NFL. Like mm-hmm. I was saying, but I realized my capacity or my calling didn't, yes, I played good in football in high school, but God has actually preparing me to be a construction worker, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Some people think construction worker is like the, the different uh road versus NFL is like, Oh, I didn't make it. So now I'm a construction worker. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, but it yeah. wasn't, it was like, God used football to, to build me in this world. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it like until maybe a two or three years in my apprenticeship. I'm like, man, I'm really good at this. Cause yeah. I, I move like a football player. I don't mind sweating. I don't mind bumping into things. Right, right. I don't mind getting a cut on my hand.
0: Yeah. I
1: love learning, learning. I love being pushed. I love competitiveness. I love, I realized everything about football was in this world. And I'm like, oh, I fit. It and translates it, it, it translate well. It translates very well and mm. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed working really hard. I love showing up early. I love mm. leaving late. I love, um, you know, just that that push that kind of like you have in football. So yeah. I felt, I've learned that that was a good fit for me and my capacity. Um, the last, uh, the other C, so we have, you know, make sure it conforms to God's word. Make sure you have the capacity. Conform. The next C is uh, confirmation. Make sure you have confirmation in what mm. you're doing before you move into to your calling you know yeah, if people yeah. want to call it what am I called to do what am <laughs> I what are, what's my skill set what is it's in God's word but you know how do I confirm mm. this and you know specifically with uh, me and Tiffany we uh, before we jumped into the calling of being business owners we prayed about it and mm. we needed a crystal clear confirmation from God before yeah. we move forward and I remember uh, telling Tiffany that you know hey I think we should start uh, a, a business with, with carpentry because you know we're doing pretty good but yeah. just because you're doing good in that little season, that could have been just a provisional point, or is
0: this like a calling, right? Oh, that's good, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. You so need to differentiate those things. You do yeah.
1: so. Confirmation is very important. I remember praying, uh, or telling her I'm gonna pray about it, and she was like, It can't be like you know, you heard from God, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, like it was your voice. Like, we need something crystal clear where I'm on board too, and I'm like, Oh, I get it, yeah. yeah so, we pray yeah. for a crystal clear that's confirmation, yeah. and uh, I remember during that season, uh, you know. It, I got called back to my union job yeah. uh, versus starting a new business. And uh Tiffany said, you need to take that because <laughs> starting a new business doesn't look like much money. And we have four kids and and some rent to pay. So you yeah. better get back on that, that journeyman <laughs> guaranteed job with yeah. benefits. So um I prayed and uh, they told me we're going to start in February. And I told her, give me till February, we'll pray. And I remember February 7th, um, 2012, we already launched the business out of faith in January, 2012, but Mm -hmm. in February, I got the phone call and I remember it was ringing and Tiffany was like, did you get your crystal clear confirmation? I'm like, no, (laughs) I didn't. She goes, well, you know what you need to do. And I said, I do. So I answered the phone. The foreman who was hiring me said, I just quit the company. Please don't. He's like, don't go back to this company and go to work. They said yeah. they're going to hire you for a couple months and they're going to let you go. They're just going to use you as a body, but uh, they're, you know, they're going to be hiring subs. This is not a place for you know a carpenter. And I looked at my wife. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I got. My, I think we just got our that's crystal confirmation. clear confirmation. She's like, "What did he say?" I told him. She was like, ah, "I guess we're starting a business." <laughs> so
0: that's I think
1: con- that's where all things new birth was based on prayer and that yeah. confirmation. But confirmation is very important. It sets the foundation. So whenever we're mm. in the boat and it's 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 kind of bouncing back and forth, we're feeling uneasy. Like, did we make the right decision? We always you go back, back yeah. to that day and said, "Nope." God, you confirm this, so we're going to trust it. That's we're going to Yeah, that so is amazing, yeah. confirmation is important. The next C is catered. Uh, mm-hmm. meaning what is catered? Catered is like, you know, uh, you want wanting or need somebody's bringing that to mm-hmm. you. So when you're in your calling, um, God's going to cater you, you know, mm-hmm. he's going to take care of you. It says, you know, like uh, a heart of a King is in the hand of the Lord and mm-hmm. like a river, he's going to take you where you go. So like it's the whole point of the boat, right? The hand is the cater, right? So when you're mm-hmm. in the boat, God's got you the whole way. You don't have to worry about provisions. He's got you. So if you're in your calling and nothing's moving, you might want to reconsider if you're in the the hand or the right boat
0: uh-huh yeah yeah
1: <laughs> you know you might be in a boat where the hand isn't under it, un- underneath it so mm. um just making sure you know it's fruitful in the sense of not it's always not financial but the stream moves mm-hmm. i always tell people if I'm, I'm just following the stream if the stream's yeah. not moving you might not be in the hand or in the right boat you know uh-huh. you might be in a sea where it's just settled <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um credit who's getting the credit <laughs> You know, in your calling, it should be glorifying God. You know, so mm-hmm. if, if you're in a calling that you think you're calling and it's bringing you all this glory or all this, uh, you know, place of, um, on a platform, you gotta be real careful Um uh-huh. that. Might not be your calling calling ultimately will glorify God yeah. um, that you're doing. Ooh. So the yeah. last C to close this out is closer. Uh Your calling will bring you closer to God. That's ultimately the mm. whole point why he created us and called us to something is to bring, us closer to him to draw Mm -hmm. us near. So those are my C's for the calling is, does it conform to God's word? Do you have the capacity? Mm -hmm. Make sure you have confirmation. Is God catering it? Who's getting the credit? And is it bringing it closer to God? So bringing it home with, uh, how do you know my calling? I think just follow those C's or tune into those C's and see what happens. (laughs) Oh man, you got
0: the template right there, you (laughs) guys. Yeah, it's the six C's, man. Six C's, yeah, Yeah. that was awesome, Rich. A lot of good stuff there a lot of meaty stuff uh oh, man. cooking so steak out here cooking <laughs> steak <laughs> dropping seeds <C's> on <laughs> awesome oh nice good that's nice and good stream yeah nice speaking
1: of seeds coffee and carpentry dropping on uh, about next month so pretty soon to yes. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right all right second stream richie um is our business uh question is gonna yeah. be is everyone called to be an entrepreneur or business owner let's
1: that's, that's good um I like to think that um mm. you know I would, but uh let's define entrepreneur what is mm-hmm. that um, entrepreneur uh is let's see what is the definition of entrepreneur is someone who uh creates a business um, with high risk and, uh, the attempt for higher profit <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to work for higher profit. So that's yeah. like a, I guess a worldly way to look at it is an opportun- uh, an entrepreneur is somebody while well, I'm skipping on that word. I remember when I was real young, uh-huh. I was so scared of that word and trying to say it cause it felt like such a big word. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like. Entrepreneur. <laughs> I was like, "How do you say that word?" I remember when I was young yeah, yeah. trying to conquer that word, and then mm-hmm.
0: uh, and you um, conquered it. <laughs> yeah, no, I just skipped on it again.
1: Um, entrepreneur. Um, but yeah, it's it's somebody who's uh, you know has the creativity to build a business um, mm-hmm. that has the the umph to take that risk that other yeah. people won't and with the hope that there's that high reward, right? Mm-hmm. That there's a benefit from it. Um, and that's what entrepreneurs are. So when we think of an entrepreneur, we think of business owners or we think of people that are start businesses or, uh, you know, things like that. So just trying to define entrepreneur, I believe um, outside of just business, I think we're all built as entrepreneurs. And why do I say that mm. is just looking at God and who he is, Uh, Because what is entrepreneurship? It's creating something, right? Mm -hmm. Starting something. um, And God was a creator. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, right? So, I mean, that's who he is. He's the creator, right? So he's the entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then who are we? Uh, We are made in his image and his likeness. (laughs) Which means? (laughs) We are creators as well. Um, So in, in the sense of entrepreneur, if we were to switch that word out with a create, you know, like uh-huh. our creators, I think we're all built to be some sense of creators or, you know, in, in some sort of fashion. Yeah. And then what is risk? Risk is like faith. So we're uh. all built with faith, you know, how having to be like Peter and step out on the boat in faith, you know, uh, faith is all through the Bible. Um, faith is just risk takers are taking faith every day. I think mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs that are not even Christians at all, are risk takers. They are probably got more faith than a lot of people in the world. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. just, they're faith takers is what they are. Yeah. they just constantly have faith. They're, they're, they're moving forward with something, um, believing in something that's unseen. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's, so God has a really, deep connection with entrepreneurs because he can look and say, man, these guys got strong faith. Like right, right. They, they do. And then if I can, you know, get them to tune into to my faith, those would be my peeps. It's kind of like he, he probably recruits entrepreneurs, right. you know, <laughs> but in a sense, we all are built to have faith, you know, um, mm-hmm. profit. What is profit? Profit doesn't have to just mean money. It could mean reward, It could mean blessings, could mean right. favor. And that's mm-hmm. God's essence on our life is he wants to bless us. He wants to reward us. You know, Mm -hmm. um, he talks about that a lot in the Bible. And the last thing is, you know, the work involved is like God's stewardship um, and our growth. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think to answer the question, we're all entrepreneurs one way or another. Whether Mm. we're, but I don't think we're all business owners in the marketplace. So to separate the two, I think, uh, as an employee, you can still have the entrepreneur heart. And I think it's the responsibility Mm. of a business owner to always set the tone for that in your workplace. Mm. So always have an opportunity for creativity for your employee, you know, have a place where they can have risk or, or just establish some sort of faith where they can step out, establish some sort of reward or blessing for them for Mm -hmm. that, you know, and always, um, during the work, you know, make sure there's growth. Mm. So I think entrepreneurs experience that as building businesses, but I think as business owners, we should also create those opportunities um, to just have the entrepreneurial spirit set in the atmosphere of our workplace. Mm.
0: Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, if, if it's going to be all on you, you know, you want your workers and you want your team to uh, have that same spirit, like you mentioned. Yeah. yeah?
1: I think it's yeah. just uh, going to create a healthy atmosphere of growth in a company yeah you know to always establish those things so you know we little tactics we use is make sure you know when we bought a uh um when we got this establishment here in um Uh Kapolei we made sure we picked a place that had um glass windows all around so it can produce creativity by having sunlight Mm -hmm. you know um setting up um, positions and places and opportunities for our workers to where there's risk you know yes, so just constantly man. just putting these things in place in, in your business I think is a great uh, responsibility put on ourselves as business owners so everyone can have that sense of entrepreneurship mm-hmm. but um, ultimately I don't think everyone's business owners um, there's a heavy risk you know there's a lot yeah. of weight there's some people are built for it um, some people are not but uh, I think is there's a respect from those to respect the business owner and the business owner respect the employees. You know, there has to be that balance uh, that we all work together ultimately for
0: a higher cause. We talk about like those, um, uh, just the type of build that someone has for entrepreneurship and business owners versus, you know, not having that build for that. I, I think of some guys who, to the point of madness where it's like that their risk, their their faith, I guess, is so strong. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. It's too crazy for me to take a risk on this particular thing. And like you said, you got to have that. I don't, I don't want to call it a gene, but it's almost like, I don't know. There's people, it separates people from, you know, business owners from, there's just another type of breed i guess
1: <laughs> yeah i mean we've got going back to the first question we all have a calling right yeah um, in the same respect i think it takes a lot of faith to trust a business owner
0: mm, true Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. like true. Yeah. you're
1: putting your your livelihood in the hands of like it's like going on an airplane right uh-huh how much faith do we have in the pilot? pilot yeah, <laughs> like I think about it all the time. Like I don't know this dude.
0: <laughs> like
1: he could have been up last night drinking wine. He didn't drink yeah. water this morning. He could be dehydrated. He could pass out like I did uh, the other day. Going, oh,
0: on, going off on a tangent, I do. Uh, I did hear that they have to regularly go through. Um, what do you call? Um, that I don't. Know, I'm not sure if it's therapist or people that check them. Just make sure they're good. I hope so. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I Um, I think it's in the same respect, you
1: know, um, you know, even if it's windy uh, or it's turbulence mm -hmm. or, you know, um, whatever the case is, if if the plane feels it, the employees feel it, I think it's a responsibility, you know, of the pilot um, to say, hey you know mm-hmm. we're good yeah you know, you know their yeah, voice right. always comes over real low and yeah. like very calm i you know i think they do that on purpose they do yeah yeah just to training. calm everyone because yeah. they were like hey guys it's a little bit of turbulence out here yeah, uh, y'all, they're y'all, they're y'all, gonna, <laughs> y'all gonna be good trust me no they're like
0: hello everybody
1: this is pilot john just want to let you guys know we're gonna be good going through this turbulence just a little bit of uh wind we are experiencing here
0: <laughs> as the wind as the wing is on fire yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing um, to joke about, but you know, yeah, yeah, I understand what you are yeah, saying. in yeah. the
1: same concept, you mm-hmm. know, business owners, uh, yeah, they have a lot of faith and risk. But I think, I think, to uh, the employees, mm-hmm. I mean, I I just admire like how much faith they put in me and Tiffany um, mm-hmm. in our business. Just like it, it really motivates us to to never give up working mm-hmm. at all. That's why we're always twenty four seven, just mm-hmm. constantly thinking about how to keep the boat going, how to pray constantly, you know, keep God's hand under the boat. Um, yeah, just yeah. you know, because people are. Trying trusting in us. And that's a lot of faith. So um, it goes both ways, I think.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Good stream. Uh, we're going to head down to our third one, which is going to be our construction question. Rishi, so how do you feel about safety in the workplace?
1: Safety is important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I remember, I don't know what the statistics are now, but I remember construction was one of the highest death rates death rate. in any uh, um job field which yeah. was kind of crazy if you think about it that's like i think military was up there and then construction oh. <laughs> it was like oh wow yeah. you know that's a lot of uh, um danger there so mm-hmm. you know i remember my first uh couple, first year in construction i've seen some major in- injuries you know i've seen a I've seen a guy on the roof uh take a cigarette break and had a nail gun pneumatic nail gun and rested his gun upward down on his knee and it went into an automatic like oh, fire and just started shooting nails in his knee no. he panicked and jumped off a two-story roof i don't know how if or how he landed but i ran over to look over the edge and he just was limping away running i was like did he land that or did he <laughs> roll <laughs> the world. but i think he panicked and he jumped off um, uh, and then, uh, yeah, his knee, he was out for probably about six months. Dang. I mean, imagine his knee looked like, you know, had all these pins in it. Yeah. It was just crazy. Uh, just not being careful. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, um, at, at my, um, carpentry apprenticeship school, I have seen uh-huh. a guy cut his thumb off. He was like two guys in front of us. We're all going through the saw, uh, cutting and training, training, training yeah. yeah, you know, cutting, but uh, teacher did walk away for whatever reason we're cutting mm-hmm. through and he was looking back talking to everyone like man i do this on the job site all the time like like <laughs> oh really it was like being kind of prideful and yeah, it yeah. just kind of pushed it through and then zhit, we just seen this thumb fly up and land on the on the table saw like it literally landed it was the nastiest thing and i remember just sitting back like oh my gosh he grabbed his hand and he was just like oh oh my gosh oh what happened we're like dude your thumb like he Yo. cut it off, man. So uh I remember the next day uh, that the teacher had brought in these uh we have now in our shop is the flesh reckon is reckon um it recognizes the flesh and it stops. It's called saw stop. Uh-huh. It was the first time I experienced those saws. They brought it in the next day. <laughs> like
0: Yo.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. So I've seen some injuries, but you know, um, you know, I have seen people's lives get saved too, you know, or people of mm. uh were tied off properly and fell and been caught. And I've seen people fall eight feet off a ladder and be out for six months, busted up mouth and broken jaw. So across the board, safety is huge. And Mm -hmm. I think it's something that, you know, um, we always got to consider for cost. Um, Mm -hmm. That way you're not trying to cheat it, you know, because if you're bidding Uh. to do a project and you don't consider the cost for safety, the natural thing is, oh, we don't, you know, it's a lot of money to invest in safety. Yeah. So what degree do you go in? So, you know, it's very important to um, not only add those costs, but educate the homeowners that it's kind of a unforeseen cost. Yeah, we're installing right, this, but these are right. some safety items that we do have, but we have to have in place in order to complete your project. You know, scaffolding, uh railings, yeah. uh, you know, tie-offs. Sometimes just tying off takes two or three hours or putting Dang. up the railing. You could spend a whole day to change two windows by erecting a scaffold correctly, putting up the railing, tying yeah. off. You could spend almost, you know, four or six hours, two, two or three guys. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money for two windows yeah. just based on the location of the window. So right. educating the homeowner on that cost. Uh, making sure you 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 um, apply whatever safety methods. Very important because uh-huh. ultimately you're not valuable if you get hurt.
0: Right, right. Right? Yeah.
1: So it's more valuable for you to take that extra um step of safety for sure just yeah. getting a splinter you can be out i have a guy who's out now um you know he's been out for a couple months because a splinter went and you know hit a nerve so just wearing the right gloves or how you handle That's the wood crazy. you know yeah. now we don't have that extra body um so you know it's value you know even though it's an extra step and it takes yeah. a little bit of time it's really not production in the long run mm-hmm. you know and then ultimately. I mean we only have one body right so take care of it yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know so yeah safety is number one at ATN safety should be number one everywhere you go um um you know, uh, we've we've had um, visits from OSHA, OSHAs. We've had OSHA training. Um, it's mm-hmm. very important to look online. There's a lot of resources for safety, but safety is a big thing, man. Uh, mm-hmm. We definitely need to uh, make sure that's priority number one, then do the work, you know, because once you're all safety, all safety up, you can get in there and get it done. So yeah. um, just making sure that's priority number one. Um, I do think safety is a big thing.
0: Does that come with the, what's that term? Uh, overhead price? Or- what was a... Term? Overhead. Yeah. Overhead? no yeah. Overhead? Does it come
1: with overhead? No. So there's... Well, there's two different type of overheads. Oh. There is direct and indirect. So indirect mm. is mostly administration, insurances, uh, oh, right, uh, right, yeah. property, uh, administration, worker, everything that operates the business mm. uh, is a indirect overhead to a project mm-hmm. based off a percentage of value yeah. through a whole year of revenue. Direct overhead... That would be so. If your project, um, you know, has uh, something in particular that's direct that you have to have safety for, those costs Um, would be part of a direct overhead.
0: So, one of the jobs that we had uh, um, required to build a deck to build a deck was that would that be part of the safety? That's part
1: of safety, yeah. Mm. Um, we could not reach the area we're going to work on the deck, so we had to build a deck to build a deck.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that would be that would be included in the overhead cost. Is that what is that correct? That would
1: be it would be um part of the direct overhead. Yeah. Gotcha. Just okay. uh, the cost that it's going to take to build the project.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh crazy. Yeah I mean. it is crazy. <laughs> I, yeah that's true.
1: We had to build a deck to build a deck. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously the deck we built was more safety and not um any high end material. <laughs> right, but, right, right. But yeah. yeah, so we built the whole deck and then we stood on that
0: to build the other deck. I'm sure you have more stories of uh, safety, Um, but uh, (laughs) we're out of time here. Um, But guys, thank you for uh, joining with us today. Um, What's next for us, Archie, here at ATN? Got anything coming up? We do.
1: um, Stay tuned on um, Hawaii News Now. We got uh, three commercials that are going to be, you know, going live here, I think, uh, at the end of this month and beginning of July. So we'll announce the date. So it'll be pretty cool. Be in tune with what we got with our new home construction. Mm -hmm builds that we're doing um a little bit more about coffee and carpentry yeah yeah. (laughs) and and also our design center in town so our design lounge pretty cool vr lounge uh it's going to be opening in july so it's gonna be pretty
0: cool oh we recently went out to um kamakana ali too for the home improvement fair how was that for you guys
1: yeah that was great uh we did we just went out there for community um just impression just let them know we're here you know um we gave out candy we had a vr brought the vr lounge for them to experience it was so. a nice setup it was, it was we nice had the setup. photo booth so it was just spend some time with the community uh, nothing special um meet vendors meet some subcontractors meet other people in our field and so it's always a fun event just yeah. getting outside it was a little hot but <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> one of the um people that came by our booth was a like hey yeah i I remember seeing you guys in one of the magazines i was like i overheard and i was like oh that's cool yeah (laughs) that is pretty
1: cool man oh yeah we've been blessed so god is good
0: well thanks for joining us on the stream guys builder of all things podcast of all
1: things right on ray right on happy wednesday guys see you
0: guys